I thought it was your episode. You supposed to open it up. It is my episode. Bang, bang. Welcome to the Tea Time Free Podcast. We got a song? (laughs) Welcome to the Tea Time Free Podcast. Hey, it's my episode, T2. Introduce yourself, ladies. T1. And T3. All right. And today, we are cutting that off like an edit. We are talking about the art of cutting people out of your life. So, first, how did July go? Oh, it was good because it was a birthday month. We don't yeah. um, we don't host that often, but when we do, we try to do it big. Yeah. Yeah. July was good. My uh, one-year-old turned into a two-year-old. <laughs> that's what they do that's yeah. what children do that's what they do <laughs> yeah. so um, she has a two year old attitude now oh my goodness we talking about cutting people off today I might cut her off Ooh, <laughs> terrific, t- terrific twos yeah. oh that's a sweet way of saying it instead of saying terrible <laughs> twos mm-hmm. terrific twos mm-hmm. you gotta say that to keep them putting them in the closet mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm putting them outside <laughs> outside or in the closet in the trunk one of my coworkers the other day said, because uh, I, I told him about she painted the couch purple, uh, the beige couch. She mm-hmm. painted it purple with some lipstick. So I was telling Ooh. my coworkers about it, and they said, oh, Jesus, be a fence. I said, yes, please be a fence, because I'm going to put her outside. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, keep her a fence to be a fence or keep her in the yard. Yes. <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of her, uh, for my month review for July, I wrote a children's book. Oh, that's right. Hey, Dedicated hey. to that baby. Um, and I've also been exploring the idea of trust, love, and forgiveness, and I'm going to be writing an essay on that soon. Okay. Uh, not writing, completing an essay and publishing it on my mm. blog. Okay. All right. Which is worstlibrarian.wordpress. You're going to be a, a regular old Tony Morrison. Huh? <laughs> oh, I try. I want to be, you know, if they She did some children's books, too. She did. Yeah. Because I, I told y'all, I forgot what what was that? What was it? Was it in May or something? I said I've been getting back into writing. Remember yeah, we were talking about Charlie. And I told yeah. you I had been getting back into writing. So here it is. Mm-hmm. It's about to come up for your eyeballs to see. Hey. All right. So what's new in media? Um, new. I don't know about new, but um, I mentioned uh a few episodes ago about uh rewatching. You know, it's new stream, all these streaming services, and you gotta. I have an opportunity to go back and watch shows that I missed mm-hmm. back in the day, and I've been watching animated series, and I like I like yeah. animation. Yes, I wish I knew how to draw. Me too. I, I would be an animator. I know one of my things. I always wanted to be a uh, Disney. They call it engineers, Imagineers. I know. I love that. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but um. I've always been enamored with uh, with uh, illustration and animation, and I've been watching Adventure Time. Uh, what's the other one I watch? Rick and Morty. This that uh, was weird. <laughs> they're all crazy, too, and that's why I'm, I'm mentioning it because I'm noticing in these new cartoons. I know these are not new, but they new mm-hmm. to me. Uh, what's the other one I'm watching? The gumball and um, yeah, I like the amazing regular show. The re- I watched the regular show. I love the regular show. Gumball and and uh, what was it? Adventures of Gumball thing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm noticing the theme in all these stories is like the kids got one this one person that get them in trouble, you know, mm-hmm. or they're the person that always get in trouble, and then they always have somebody to come and save them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like with the Adventures of of was Finn and um Jake, yeah. Jake. Mm-hmm. It's like one of them is usually the voice of reason. Yeah. And it's kind of irritating to me. It's like, uh, why do they keep getting into all this trouble? But <laughs> I guess that's, that's the, like with Rick and Morty, it's always Rick. Yeah. Getting it, get them in, in these, these, uh, these hard situations. Yeah. And finally they get out. Mm-hmm. I would be a nervous wreck kind of like that in 11 minutes or 20 right. minutes or have a longer show is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out 
how are they going to get out of this, especially <laughs> Rick and Morty? Because I'd be like, Lord. Yeah, Rick and Morty be doing some. <laughs> they be all across the galaxies and stuff like yeah. that. So, and then on this streaming service on the HBO Max, there's one thing HBO get HBO Max streaming service get right. They have the uh, the interviews with the uh, writers and the directors <laughs> at the end of the episodes. Okay, and I think that's pretty neat. I like that part. You know, I like I like the um the commentary. That's my yeah. favorite part. That's when you fence. Find some of the funniest stuff in the commentary. Yeah. So that's my media review. Okay. I don't think I have anything for a media review. Um, I haven't been really watching much TV. I'm kind of excited to watch the second season of Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been watching Dave. (laughs) I really like you. It's, na- it's nasty yeah. sometimes. So I'll be like, yeah. it's, it's a little dark humor, I call it. <laughs> I call it white boy humor. Oh, yeah. Like they like that poo poo and pee pee and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of poo poo and pee pee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They love it, girl. Uh, <laughs> he, he really, he really turned up. He really turned up in the second season. Oh, Vomiting and stuff like that. They think all that's funny. I'm oh, like, yeah. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. They love it. Look at me. Like Dave Chappelle, look at him. Like, I mean, I laugh at a fart right. every now and again. You know, that give me yeah. a good chuckle. But like that other stuff, no. My media minute is on Netflix: How to Be a Tyrant. It's a uh, like a real short docu series about some of the most popular dictators in like modern history, and it's narrated by um, uh, Don Cheadle. No, girl. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Oh, okay. Dinklage. Yeah, I, I love his voice. He the, he mm-hmm. he might be up there with the Don Cheadles and yeah, the Morgan Freeman as far as the voice goes. Every time I see him, I think about uh, Saturday Night Live's face pants. Face pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these popular dictators. So they have like Idi Amin, uh, oh, Nazi, like Stalin, Stalin uh, Hitler, of course. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I took from it is that humans quite easily gravitate toward insanity. <laughs> you know? Ooh, uh-huh. he crazy. Let's go watch him. Yeah, we easily give into it. And and I'm not just saying it just about like being crazy, but like um you know how they say insanity is is uh doing the same thing, getting the same result. Mm-hmm. It's like these dictators, they it's almost the same story over and over and over again. You'll watch. I mean, we know history. It might change. A little bit of something time. changes, but like most of the time, it's just they all be doing the same. thing. Yeah, and it's all even even though in I guess in their mind, and even in some people who you know look back at their mm-hmm. their reign, if you want to call it that, uh, and see it as them being powerful or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's really just them being insecure and mm-hmm. evil, and you know, uh, and just going basically against nature. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. so crazy. This is where the insanity comes in, is because we keep doing it and we keep failing. Yeah, human beings are not supposed to have that kind of power over other human mm-hmm. beings. What? That's right. Who are you to think that you can hold power and the other person ain't supposed to? Like you have those right. aspirations, you think nobody else don't have aspirations? Nobody else. That's right. That's right. But man, it just it just goes to show you that. Well, who did they list? Who did they list from the United States? The whole United States? No. <laughs> now that's the thing. And I, I was. Every person that they talked about, I'm like, ain't nobody said nothing about the U.S. But okay, all right, right. sis. Right. Mm-hmm. Trying to act like it ain't you. It's mm-hmm. you. They should just okay, listen to the United States. They couldn't <laughs> pick one person. They don't even have yeah, one person. One just person. the whole nation. Mm-hmm. But um, but now it's it's crazy, and it just reminds you that like we are built for not power, but we are built for servitude. We are built for service to each other. That's the only that's the only way that I can see us being at peace. Is if we mm-hmm. consider other people, and I'm not talking about like that, that weird kind of way where you have low watching people feet. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> if you want to do it, Jesus did. If you want to watch people feet, mm-hmm. but like, be, have pride in yourself. Mm-hmm. Have pride in yourself, but don't be so proud, proud, or so prideful that you can't care for others. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. That's, yeah. true. that's that's in the Bible. That's biblical. right. Mm, so it's I, like we have a problem because we're not keeping up with that basic biblical standard. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I thought that was so crazy. I'm like, man, these people are wild out here. I ain't know. <laughs> I knew they was crazy, but I didn't know they was crazy. Like, yeah. and it's what what is crazy to me is when they think they're right. 
That's mm-hmm. like I can see if somebody's crazy and they know they're wrong, yeah, but they just don't care. They just like don't that's care. different. Like that's different. That's like, right. You insane, whatever. But when you're doing something and you think you're right, yeah, that's it's crazy. almost like Thanos type. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Well, that's why all saying. these people you think that's you're... why I'm shocked they didn't list nobody from the United States. Mm. Right, but like you said, okay, sis, you ain't got to list yourself. We know, yeah, don't list right. yourself. Right, <laughs> we already know because you can see it, and it's so crazy because every dictator, it's the same. That's that's what I said. That's where the insanity comes. In. It's the same motif. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's the same over and over and over again. Why not try serving? Because, yeah. yeah. and I and I asked somebody that question. They were talking about um, uh, all ass president, and I said, why would you want to follow someone who's more concerned with with having power over people than being of service to people, because yeah. one has a completely different outcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think people in their racism and in their hate, they don't see that like you're hurting yourself too. Mm-hmm. You're not just you you lifting you're lifting up this one person, but the moment that you lift him up high enough to where he's gonna put his foot on your neck or your head or wherever he's ca- catching his foot. You're going to be devastated that you made that choice. Mm-hmm. And some of those people that happened to some of them in uh, Hitler's camp, they mm-hmm. realized like, oh man, but they realized too late. Yeah, and then he fall. got the guns. He got the guns out on him. Right. Yeah. Now, since nobody don't want to talk about America, let's talk about these family members that y'all can't cut off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get into it. We don't want to talk about ourselves. All right, let's get into <laughs> That's it. Right. Yeah, we're Americans. We are Americans. <laughs> So this episode, we are going to be talking about the cutoff. Um, This is my episode T2, and I have uh, coined myself the queen of the cutoff because I will cut you off. I don't care who you are. (laughs) But um, just in in all seriousness, um, everyone I have cut off has been, you know, it has been warranted. So my first question to you all would be, what warrants a cutoff? I'm thinking like. Uh, child molestation and rape, murder. So physical violence, right? So physical violence, we are. Physical violence. I think, um, well, I agree, physical violence, and then I would add uh, repeated emotional abuse. Yeah. Intentional Mm -hmm. and repeated emotional abuse. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm in that question, I meant like any anybody it could be family members yeah. it could be church members mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um co-workers you know so for me what warrants a cutoff um i i'm not gonna let anybody disrespect me or my family my immediate family especially not my children mm-hmm. so anybody that does that they gotta go um, I will cut you off if you just got too much foolishness going on all the time. Like it's just yeah. every time you got something going on, it's just like it's emotionally draining for me. I have to, you know, listen to you talk about all your problems all the time. I can't, I can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, that warrants well, cut off for me. I guess I don't. I I don't count that because. Um, I feel like, I feel like I could be that kind of way in at any moment, you know, like I might, I might disrespect somebody. You know? That's why I said I intentional. I can't, yeah, cut nobody, yeah, I, I can't cut nobody off because I shoot, I might do it. You know? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not talking about disrespect that just, uh, it, it comes up or you dealing with something. So you disrespect somebody, you know, because of the way that you're feeling. Yeah. I'm talking about you disrespect me repeatedly mm-hmm. and now repeatedly that would be for you know family members or whatever you disrespect me repeatedly because anybody else you're not going to disrespect me repeatedly you get one time that's it because mm-hmm. this is the thing that I, I think about like relationships yeah, me and mama was talking about this uh earlier because we are human beings and we are so flawed and and you know going to the book born mm-hmm. to, um just a broken world. Mm-hmm. We are going to have conflict in our relationships. Right. There's no way that we can get around it because everybody is dealing with their own uh, issues, their own traumas coming from childhood, you know, stuff that they picked up and just living. 
um, skewed worldviews, all this that, stuff. Deal with. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we deal with our own struggles. And then sometimes, like T2 was saying, sometimes th- those things will come up in our disagreements. Yes. Because I had a bad day, now I'm going to take it out on you. It might not have been intentional, mm-hmm. but um, I think what the problem comes in is if it's if you don't ever check yourself, if it's unintentional and if it's intentional and it's repeated, and then never, never, and you don't try and fix it, there's no reconciliation. No, never. Yeah. Well, after you have brought it to that person's attention, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. That's that's what I mean. And you, yeah. you never assume responsibility. Are basically putting off somebody else's feelings. Yeah. When they come to you with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't fight. You can't fight off fault somebody, and you ain't never told them. You just That's wake true. up and then like, wait, wait, wait. Why are you fighting on me? I ain't. Never- <laughs> See now, now, me, the person that I am, you gonna know because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. And then now, now, some situations it may be where I I don't say anything until it all explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you like, well, where does exposure come from? And then I'm, you know, like, well, no, you said, but why you never said it before? That has happened before to me. Mm-hmm, but me in this old age that I am now, <laughs> learning from now. that, I'm gonna tell you. You said I ain't got so no you, time to you're waste. Not, right, you, you're not gonna have to wonder why I'm cutting you off. You will know. I dare not tell you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So next question: What does cutting someone off? someone or something off look like to you mm. to me it, it's uh probably trust or relying like mm-hmm. i know i can't rely on that person no more mm-hmm. so i won't i won't i won't rely on them okay. i still talk to them but i won't trust them and mm-hmm. i won't re- okay. rely on them for anything okay word or deed okay 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 now with me there's no communication yeah. So my cutting off looks like you're dead to me. And I <laughs> I had a conversation with T three the other day because I do it to anybody. Because yeah. me and her got a couple <laughs> uh got in an argument the other day and I'm like, it's over with. You cut off. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to kind of pick my battles with that. I think I operate in a, in a similar way. My cutoff is maybe a mixture between the two of you guys I, I like to say that I like to go out in a whisper <laughs> um, because I may still communicate but it won't be as frequent or it won't be as in depth because my whole thing is I'm a, I'm a middle ground so when we do communicate I'll, I will have in the back of my mind like this person is mm-hmm. don't don't but, say too much because yeah, it's gonna... trustworthy it's going to be mm-hmm. it's, it's, if, if I do communicate it's going to be limited communication yeah. Mhm, mhm. But so I guess what they say, the old folks say that the long handle spoon. Yeah, long yeah. handle. So you might still get a spoon, but this handle's getting longer and longer. <laughs> and basically, it's it's a uh, it's you just don't have access, or you don't have the same amount of access to. Mm-hmm. Which do you think is harder? Do you think it's it's harder to just completely cut somebody out, or to just have like limited? I think it's harder to completely cut somebody off because y'all don't have no visibility cloak. If I had an invisibility cloak <laughs> if I had where I could move around the earth and nobody see me, <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be really cutting folks off. Because like, you don't know when you're going to run into somebody. You don't know when you're going to see them, you know? Oh yeah, that's true. But, but you, you know what? You gonna go? You gonna go remind people? You been cut mm-hmm. out, you know? People right. Gonna remember, <laughs> like, oh, you don't remind them. You just walk right on past them like you never met. <laughs> and I, I guess, I guess I'm just speaking from my experience. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. remember that. I'm not gonna remember that I hate you. I'm not gonna keep that. Yeah, I can't. And you know what? And I don't, I don't want to get you know to mince my words. It's not that I have any ill will toward yeah, anybody no, because good. I'm not, I'm not a hateful person. Mm-hmm. I don't. And basically, when I cut somebody off, it's something that they've done to right. me. That's it's true. been warranted. Yeah. Like, I'm not a hard person to get along with. I'm not mean or evil or anything like that. I might have an attitude sometimes, but yeah. I mean, you know. But like you said, it's warranted. It's, it's usually warranted. a response. It's not, you're not, you're not proactive yeah. in your, in your, uh, severing. Right. You're reactive. I don't hate them. 
Yeah. But I don't want them around me. Yeah. 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 I, I guess I'm not going to go out of my way to keep people from around me. But my thing is, my thing is, uh, that long handle spoon, my spoon is in hopes of forgiveness. And I don't know why yeah. I'm like that. I don't know why I'm like that. Because I'm probably trying to give forgiveness to people who don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I, not that they don't deserve it. I feel like everybody deserves forgiveness. Every single But person. I think it's not for us to, 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 we can't say who deserves what. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That go back to those dictators we were talking about. Who right. are you to say that somebody can't be forgiven? Right. Forgiven. Yeah. So my long handle spoon is hoping that this communication that we don't have anymore can be that restored. It, that it can be restored. I'm always hoping. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's for everybody. Even like except for one nigga that I can't stand. This, <laughs> this is a, and this is a girl, y'all. This somebody mm-hmm. ain't mm-hmm. no romantics, nothing that, you know, this I just called her a nigga because she was acting like a nigga. <laughs> it's one person and God gonna have to work on my heart because the way that she treated me it was unnecessary and unwarranted and it didn't make any sense and i'm more mad at myself than her because i let that affect my entire life leading from that point now see that's a big thing are you cutting these people off because you didn't respond the way you're supposed to you know what i'm saying because i think i've done that too i've been like i didn't even find them and me and my husband had this conversation we can't make people pay for their sins right you know that's not in our power to do I want you to feel this hurt because I was hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Child tapped into that. Uh, my next question would be, have you ever cut someone off and regretted it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It, it was, it was more work. It was more work <laughs> See, again, that I was willing to put in. I yeah. mean, this, cutting somebody off, you got to work at that. Unless no, you, you live off on a on a if you live off on a on um uh, island off to yourself or whatever you cut off from the world i mean it's it's it depends on the situation you will really you can really tell how someone cares for you or loves you when you cut them off that's true oh that's true but I've learned that because mm-hmm. I've cut off family members and I ain't never heard from them again. I got something for that. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. seen them again. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> but, you know, it really wasn't, it didn't mean that much to them for me to cut them off. So, yeah, but also, it's, I mean, they probably getting information about you from somebody. So, it's, and not, it's, absolutely fine. It it's not a complete cut off is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I it's a complete cut off for me because I don't want them to do it. I but see, but you got to you got to tell somebody that when somebody comes to you with some information about that person, you have to continuously remind the people. Okay, well, I'm not talking to that person. I'm cutting. You oh off. no, no, no. Oh, I mean, okay, well, maybe I mean emotionally cut off. Like okay. I don't have any, I don't have any um, communication with them. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Them, my children, you know, aren't going to you know parties. I with guess I'm, think, I'm thinking more literal. I'm like, if you cutting off, I st- I'm still looking at you. Yeah, I don't mean cut off like that. Maybe, maybe I should have specified at the beginning. Yeah, emotional cut off. You know, like you don't have emotional access to me. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's that's a lot easier. I could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in a way, you know what I'm hearing, y'all, is that we have that same coping. It just it is to different degrees, but basically, is I no longer trust you. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it is. And Mm -hmm. I see my thing is. You have your door open for forgiveness, and T1 sounded like you know she she kind of did too. I'm closing my door. I'm putting a deadbolt on it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do some um some some uh what's that gorilla glue around gorilla the hole glue the door. <laughs> like the lady in the hair. I wonder how she doing. <laughs> I know from um from from experience that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep it up. If the glue start to peel off, I'm not gonna go and reapply it. Yeah. Well, what does that mean, though? Like, if they try to come back into your life, or what? What does that mean? Uh, or if I see them, if I hear something about them, I won't. That thought won't come to my mind. Oh yeah, I, I hate that person. That person cut off. Yeah, I have to go. I have to. I have to go and remind myself. Oh yeah, that person was terrible. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, now, I do have. Be, I when have. I, this... When I see somebody, if I hear. That person, okay, that I I cut off that I haven't heard from a long time. We ain't seen each other. We ain't talked to each other, nothing like that. And if I see them again, if I hear their name again, and those same Mm -hmm. emotions come up, 
I think it's something wrong with me. Why am I still holding this? You know? Oh, yeah, no. Well, see, that's, uh, yeah, well, ours is a little different then because the way even, if somebody, I, even if it's somebody that hurt me. Yeah, no, the way, that, the way that I cut people off, it's like all that is washed away. Like, I don't even remember what you did to me because you're dead to me. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Like, and even if I do hear something about you, if I'm close enough to the person that's talking to me, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't care to know. Yeah. Cause I tell mama that all the time. <laughs> I don't care to know that. Yeah. 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 Um, what was the question? <laughs> oh no, I, I, I have you ever regretted cutting somebody else? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I have. Say, yeah, I I feel like it's too much work. Did, did you it? answer already? T T two. Yeah, I did. Okay. T T three. Oh wait, no, I guess I didn't really answer. Did you asked okay. you asked the question, but you didn't answer it. Okay, so my my answer would be no. <laughs> I've never regretted cutting somebody off. Now I ha- I have cut somebody off and had to go back mm. and have a conversation with them because maybe something was misconstrued or mm-hmm. I didn't understand where they were coming from and they didn't understand where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to do that actually with my youngest child's father not too long ago because I was done. <laughs> I was absolutely done. But after he talked to everybody around around everywhere and then he finally got the chance to talk to me we you know got back on the same page but yeah I mean, <laughs> i've never cut anybody off of regret it's it's so uh important to remember that our forgiveness is constantly battling against our pride mm. yeah i don't mm-hmm. think that there's anything wrong with protecting ourselves yeah. we always right. constantly have to do that because your heart what they say your heart is uh is where the issues of life come from Mm-hmm. So please protect your heart mm-hmm. but uh, and I guess maybe that might be why we gotta go to God for so many things yeah cause mm-hmm. this, this stuff you can't do on your own okay, I, I wouldn't no. be able to do it but I have I have cut somebody off and regretted it because they did literally nothing to me mm-hmm. um, was very kind to me and I'm seeing how I may have needed that kindness in my life, uh, you know, like when you look back at stuff, you know, yeah. it's like twenty twenty, and you see like, oh man, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, like, what was I thinking? What was I mad about? Thinking? You know, I don't even remember what I was mad about. But also, I was a child, so I didn't. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but just what was I thinking? But everything still can be made out for good so it's not like i'm it's not like i'm miss i don't feel like i'm no i'm not gonna say i'm missing anything maybe that might no be. it's just a, a lesson learned yeah it was yeah, just a yeah, lesson yeah. learned that was all mm-hmm. it was just a lesson learned it's mm-hmm. un, it was an unfortunate thing and it was an unfortunate choice but i don't think my life is is ruined <laughs> my life is completely ruined <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna hate me <laughs> but that's just you know a, a choice that I, I made and i'm like oh shoot okay well I should have, you know. But now you know. Yeah, now yeah. I know. It was a multiple mm-hmm. choice answer and I chose C. But, okay, well, I didn't fail the test. I just got an answer right. wrong. You um, could have got a whole point. You got to have Right. You got to have a point. But, you know, whatever. Um, but y'all were talking about uh, protecting yourself, like, against, uh, especially family members. And that's where the most hurt comes from. Like good yeah. grief, y'all close because it's so close together. Yeah, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like your your people who are going to be close to you, your relationships are going to stir up conflict. But it is something to be said about the people who do not hold any responsibility or accountability for themselves. Right. You can't mm-hmm. handle relationship with nothing like that. That's a time. No. That's a tyrant. You're gonna you're gonna uh force your will over mine. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look over your pride. You're gonna you know your pride is gonna put you over me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was gonna say, people who love you will not prioritize their pride over your happiness. You know, we sisters, we close. We don't we don't had arguments with mm-hmm. each other, but because there's love there, and uh, and I'm gonna have to add too because I know some people have love, but they don't have that added divine love. And then oh, okay. assuming responsibility and on responsibility, both ends. yeah, responsibility yeah. on both ends. But because there's love there, there's going to come a point to where it's like I don't want to see this person that I love in pain. So let mm-hmm. me look at this differently. Let me reconcile. Like there's there's openness for reconcile versus 
I, I, I have to be right. So if you come to me and tell me that I did something that you didn't like, I'm gonna be like, no, you don't feel like that. Well, <laughs> I just told, I just told my husband a story today about uh, me and T2. Mm-hmm. I was taking her, I can't remember what summit was. I was taking her around to do job interviews. And mm-hmm. I was trying to make her wear, you know, back in the day, we had to wear like a, a dress <laughs> shirt and a skirt, you know, and a pair of slacks or something. She had on a t-shirt. I can't remember. She she had on a skirt. I got her, I got her, finally and got some, her to get in the skirt. And some flip-flops. Had, and some flip-flops. And that was so hot. But I didn't, I didn't, I was upset, but I did not take her to the right. interview. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm yeah, you know, I remember that. <laughs> you know, you could have put some shoes on. Some, some old, old navy flip flops. I said, girl. And I think when I told you I got judged, you were like, you did. <laughs> you like, how? <laughs> 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 you got to do some zapatos. Okay, so the next question that I have is, why do you think it's so hard to cut certain people off over others? Because mm, you think you might need them. Like, ooh, I might oh, need them. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, because well, I was going to say expectations, but I mean, that's yeah. not the same thing. For me, personally, mm-hmm. I, I ha- in the past, I have not cut people off because I know I'm going to see them again. Oh, okay. And I don't like that awkward space. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to swallow this because I'm going to see them tomorrow So. What's but what do you point? think that does to me? <laughs> mm. I don't know. Probably why I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got to a point after I, I really think I leaned in hard because I've always cut people off, but I leaned in hard with like, you know, and, it's all that, and not just cutting people off, you know, just firing them at the knees. Just, uh, shoot them, yeah, shoot them all up actually having meaning behind it if I had to cut somebody off, which I haven't cut anybody off in a long time, maybe about two years. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, after I had my accident, I started like really looking at it and like is this person benefiting me emotionally? Mm-hmm. Do That's they awesome. have my well-being you know, at heart? What will I miss mm-hmm. if this person isn't there? Mm-hmm. And if I don't come up with anything, then I don't feel bad for letting them go. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I forgiven myself for maybe cause you know, when I go out, I, y'all was talking explosive. about going out in a, in a whisper. I like to blow stuff up. Okay. I like explosives, uh, fireworks, <laughs> drive out of the, uh, like, uh, on, um, fast and period. <laughs> yeah. So I want you to know I'm gone, but just to play. I know the devil don't need no advocate, but I'm wondering, do you think that it's easy to do that if you got a good foundation, mm-hmm. if you got somebody you can lean against, you know, like I know this person is in my corner so I can shoot anybody I want to because I got somewhere to fall back on. No, because oh, really? I've I've completely gone off on people before and felt like I got demonized for doing it. And I felt like I had nobody in my corner before, but I still stood on my guns. So is it kind of like a, because I know I'm the only one that has my back, I yeah. might as well go out in a blaze yeah. of glory. Yeah, that's more what it is for me. Yeah. Because even from, you know, being younger, I've always felt like I was, I was my only advocate. I was the only person that would fight for me. Um, So because you all weren't as, you know, uh, vocal as I was, so I was like, well, I might as well, you know, go off. <laughs> That's what they want from me, so let me give it to them. So that has just turned into maybe <laughs> exaggerated at some point. But yeah, so I'm wondering, like, like you asked me, so what does that do to you? I think, I think that has it has made me because you can't uh, somebody people can't be on all the time. No, I I feel like it has made me because, and I'm not always on like that, but I feel like it has made me. Uh, for lack of a better term, kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say cold because I'm not a cold person, but mm-hmm. it's, it's it put a hard shell around. It put a, it kind of put a hard shell around my heart because I'm like I don't want to get too close to anybody because I know that they ain't gonna you know they're not gonna rock how I rock. Let you down, right? And I think that's the truth that we all have to face. Like that is true. 
Yeah. We're going to let each other down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. going to let each mm-hmm. other. And it's going to be a constant thing, but there's always reconciliation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know. Cause I, you don't want to go in there thinking like, oh, I can't believe this. No, you need to believe it because people are going to let you down. down. We're going to yeah. let each other yeah. down. But mm-hmm. going back to that accountability. Can both parties hold accountability? Can both parties share uh, responsibility? Can both parties come to the situation with love, compassion, and goodwill? If both of them not, you ain't got nothing. And everybody that I've cut off in my life, they I can genuinely say I'm not lacking anything for doing Mm -hmm. so, and they are not thinking about me Mm -hmm. because they didn't really care about me in the first place, and And they showed that they don't care. They didn't care about me to begin with, so them not being a part of my life, it really don't matter. But then too, that's that's a that's a personal thing too. Like that's not they don't care because they don't care about you. That's they don't care because they haven't addressed things within themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was saying I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to keep up with all that. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't. I can't keep up with who care about what. I don't know. Well, see, I don't keep, I'm just speaking on it now, but I don't keep up with that stuff. Yeah. I don't wake up in the morning and think about anybody, but except, except for my immediate family. Let me raise my hand and say, I think about it all. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> what, I y'all, what y'all are able to kind of like shrug off and, yeah. and, and not carry with you. I am just at the ripe old age of uh, 33 going on 34. Mm-hmm. I am trying my best to uncover that like take some of that off of me because i do i consider what do these people think about me what did i do wrong did they do anything wrong to me i do all that but i carry it though t1 i like hold on to it when when she said i don't wake up in the morning thinking about i wake up in the morning thinking about the same thing but it's getting better better. (laughs) and and and, and when i say that because i i talk to mama about it a lot and she's always like well you just gotta Stop walking around talking about you don't care and this and that. I'm like, when you hear me say I don't care, no, it's not that. I have emotions. I'm a person, of course. There are people that I love deeply. There are people that I don't care about. And when I say I don't care about something that means I'm not thinking about it. I'm not waking up in the morning. I'm not fretting over it. I'm not. Why not say that? Because that's what to say. It's easy to just say I don't care about it. So you're saying <laughs> that you've already assessed the situation. You yeah. see that it does not bring you any joy. It's not edifying my life in any kind of way. So in that cut ties. Yeah. So you no longer have access to me, okay. and and that means either physically and and an actual kind of access. You can call me on the phone. Right. Emotionally, you don't have it, and yeah, you don't even have my mental access. I'm not even thinking about it. No. Yeah. Teach me your ways. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not saying that like I have any ill will toward anybody. I want everybody to make it. And there's people that I cut off that I still love. Mm -hmm. But I don't want you around me. Mm, I had that one too. Uh, uh, I don't know if I came up with this quote. You know what? Let me go ahead and give myself the props. That (laughs) I don't need or we'll we'll make it general. You don't need anyone's permission to love and you can do it from afar. Yeah, that's right. You can do it from a distance. Mm-hmm. And I think people get tripped up a lot because people say, you know, they've been uh, beating this into our heads a whole lot. Blood is thicker than water and, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. family over everything and all of that. But when it's mm-hmm. not complicated, that, and, and when they're not, like I said again, edifying your life in any kind of way, they're emotionally draining you, mm-hmm. let them go. I don't care if it's your mama. Let her go. Yeah. They had people that had to cut their mamas off. Yep. And love them from a distance. I have a coping, uh, a coping tip. Okay. For you guys. Um, and this is even when we're dealing with each other, uh, listeners, when you're dealing with your family member or a friend or anybody close to you, um, imagine that toxic person, that toxic or offensive person saying things to you that you don't like mm-hmm. uh you know what the, the things that they are that they say or do that you know hurts you deeply mm-hmm. imagine that those things are being so- said and done to your small child to a toddler mm-hmm. you can even imagine it's a toddler version of you but imagine it as you know a child mm-hmm. that you you know like your daughters or your sons or whatever defend yourself as you would that child mm-hmm. and i'm dying for my and you have the right to do that. I think sometimes we do get caught up in thinking like, oh, 
this is family, especially if it's somebody older. Or, mm-hmm. Like you got to take this. Two days older than dirt, you gonna get it. You have to be the one to keep the not peace. disrespectful. Yeah, not a disrespectful way. But yeah, you know, you, it's either somebody is older or somebody who you know isn't where you are as far as like considering other people's feelings. I don't yeah. know, but we always make the person who is more in tune with their vulnerability and the person who's more in tune with their emotions do all the forgiving and do all the i mean i guess that's, that's right supposed to do it but i guess because they know they can all do the, the work all the mo- they, emotional work yeah they that's know right. they can do the work but this yeah, person had holding no accountability they ain't apologizing you know whatever right. but yeah. you still have every right to defend yourself you can do it that's with right. class and mm-hmm. and do it in a respectful manner but defend yourself like you would a child oh yeah okay. yeah and i think maybe that's why I, um uh Maybe that's why we practice the, uh, like you said earlier, like we're more more willing to take on this this burden, I guess, instead of uh, cutting people off, mm-hmm. is because we were taught that. I know I was, yeah, especially I was, taught, I was taught that you know, like I don't know why, but it was like, um, like the child is always wrong, you know, like they mm-hmm. like like. like they would listen to the adult faster yeah. than they would the child. That's the era I came up in. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why I am like I am. Yeah, and yeah. me and my husband, we talk about it all the time. It's like they raise kids like that back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like children are more vocal now. That's good. Yeah. But um, they raise children like that back in the day. And then you expect to have this assertive adult. Huh. But you haven't put those things into the child, you know. Right. And I know like my childhood it was like we were supposed to be seen and not heard. That was what we heard most of the time. And I think that's why a lot of kids were taken advantage of and, mm-hmm. and abused back in the day, emotionally, all of them different types of abuses. Mm-hmm. Because we were taught to, we were taught to, you know, you're supposed to just sit there and take it. Yeah. You're supposed to just sit there and be quiet and you automatically wrong. And mm-hmm. the adult, whoever accused you or whatever, that person is right. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I was raised. So that all that's ingrained in me. Yeah. So it spills over into adulthood. Now, I don't know where in my life I got it from because I was raised. I was was raised. I'm just four years younger than you. I was raised just like you. I don't know where I picked it up from, or maybe because I was so vocal Mm -hmm. and I always had to stand up for myself. Maybe that's where it originated. But because I have such a hard time needing people because i know they always gonna throw it back up on me Mm. so that's something else that i'm struggling with in my personal life i don't want to ask anybody for anything because i know even if it's just five cent they're gonna hold it over your head even if you pay it back they're gonna hold it over your head so i don't know if that would have been my case but i understand where you're coming from now i want to know what my case is girl no everybody is, is different Mhm, mhm. And like and you know, men really all came up in different, different, you know, phases. Phases. Yeah. So you know, the way you were brought up, our parents were a little bit older mm-hmm. when you came yeah. around. So it was a lot different from when T one, you know, was a baby. Yeah. When I came around, it was you know a four year difference from when you know T one was a baby. So and then eight years for you. So it was Hello. you know. A lot of difference in the way that we were reared, as Mama would like to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, you say don't say raised. <laughs> you know, chickens. <laughs> uh, so I would suggest everyone read Boundaries by Henry Cloud. It's Henry a, Cloud. Mm-hmm, it's a good book to um, kind of help you maneuver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, just being confident in, in small things like standing up for yourself with just a simple mm-hmm. sentence in O period. Yeah. No. Um and advocating for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's something else that too that I had never heard anybody say to me the other day. Uh T three told me uh what word did you use? You said I I 
something my defense so like i'll defend you oh you and weaponize. then i'll uh, weaponize yeah i'll weaponize my defense so i'll defend you but then i'll come back and be like i shouldn't have never said nothing because you ain't react the way i wanted you to and you wouldn't go as hard for me as i go for you and i you just said again we are always going to to have conflict we're always going to yeah. rub each other because you get that close it's kind of like when uh what was it on episode two where uh a brother-in-law was talking about the gears in the car yeah. if you don't have the mm-hmm. lubrication in between them i guess that lubrication is is love mm-hmm. or either just understanding i don't know it could be anything yeah. but it's gonna you know compassion it's gonna rub together and some stuff might get yeah. damaged but um but they're still rubbing together even yeah. if they do have that lubrication in between them they're still rubbing together yeah. um there's still friction but it was funny that you you brought that up about being uh weaponizing your your defense um and throwing it back up in somebody's face that's the same thing that we've done to you about i mean not maybe not we but other people i know i've done it i'm not gonna speak for nobody else but we'll do something and then throw it back in your face like well this thing so we we're doing the same things yeah they just look and sound you yeah, know a little different sometimes. different mm-hmm. and then t2 i mean t3 uh, not myself i want to talk about that <laughs> three also said something that made me feel a little better this, this was years ago i think you told me this or maybe maybe not that far ago but i know we were in this house um you said that it's it because I always feel like everybody jumps on me, mm-hmm. but I, I, you said that it's easy to pick a, um, what do you say? If you want to have a fight, it's easy to pick out, are you, you're going to go for the dog that's barking or something like that. You said, I can't remember what it was, but basically know. just saying, if I want to fight, I'm going to go for the person you gonna, like you going to go fight. for the person that look like they want to fight. Right. Yeah. And the only reason you look like you want to fight is it's because, because you I'm on the defense. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm going to stand up yeah. and, you know, I'm going to take on this fight for everybody because ain't nobody else capable of fighting. I'm going to fight. And we like, you want to fight? Right. <laughs> and that's where I, it's like, I almost put y'all at a disadvantage because it looked like, Oh, T two got to handle it for everybody, and that's not the case because everybody can handle it, and we can mm-hmm. handle it even better if we come together. And then they but. say silence is deadly too, because people think because you're quiet, you're weak, and that ain't always yeah. the case. Yeah, that's true. And see, and I, you know, I, we, we learned that from my grandmother. You can get somebody told without raising your yeah. voice. I've learned that. I've learned that a little bit, but half of that like with the pride and all that i want you to know right there on the spot you ain't playing with me and it's gonna come out my mouth it's gonna come out my hands you gonna know mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. gonna get uh sliced with these words or you gonna get knocked out with this fist <laughs> i want you to know so i have to step back sometimes because i have had situations to where like with my with my last breakup yeah. there was a situation where i just bowed out yeah. i didn't say too much you know mm-hmm. i was like Went out in a whisper, right? I had to listen mm-hmm. to three on that one. I went out in a whisper because, you know, sometimes that sounds be cutting. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling somebody business. <laughs> it's probably good I didn't go out in no uh, blaze of glory because I might have been dead. Mm. All right. Um. Last question. Do you believe? In second chance. Yes. Give, do yes. you believe in giving second chance? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I want to give everybody a second chance. Me too. Because you know what? I, I, I want to give everybody a second chance because I want a second chance. Yes. Mm. I want all of us to eat from a cupcake filled with rainbows and smiles and just. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want that as well. I want everyone to eat from rainbows and, you know, drink the, the happy lemonade and all of that. <laughs> However, I don't believe in giving second chances to people that aren't deserving mm-hmm. of it. Because there's a difference in someone stepping on your toes and didn't know or, you know, it was just miscommunication or something like that. But if this relationship is not working and I've told you that it's not working and you basically paid me in dust, mm-hmm. Then I don't feel like you're deserving of a second chance. Mm-hmm. You go try with somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's family. That's, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it's a cousin and, you know, we ain't getting along, then you go try to make a better relationship with another cousin. Cause this cousin's mm-hmm. name for you. 
<laughs> yeah, you can, you can, um, you can, what they say, you can forgive but not forget. Yeah. Like, and I, I ain't gonna forget. And that's, and that's, what it is. that's, that's basically what it is mm-hmm. that I've been saying this whole time. I forgive. I don't have any ill will toward anybody. I want everybody yeah, to forgive. Yeah, yeah. I want everybody, all that. But I wish I, I could still remember what I want to stay to. So I still, re- I still remember. I remember. Right. Stay from around me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I also do that too because I have two children, and I know how it feels to be a child and be mistreated. And if you mistreated mm-hmm. me, then I know you're not going to treat my children anymore. That's so right. I, yeah, I definitely don't want my children around that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I do believe in giving second chances to people that has have. Have learned and actually want the second chance, not just. Yeah. I deserve a second chance. Give it to me. I was just about to yeah. use that word. I was waiting. I'm sitting over here like I have had the experience where I wanted to give somebody a second chance, but they mm-hmm. really believe that you owe me. It's like you chance. owe me one. Yeah. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no reason like you why got I, give, you got to right. give me. There's no right. reason why I wouldn't. I don't even understand why I wouldn't be in your life. It's like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like I am so great, girl. You need me. <laughs> you need me. Yeah. Like, like, and and no no real apology. I mean, maybe a little bit of apology, but that that comes with a uh, that comes with some time too. Mm. And then like sometimes the best thing that you could do is really just go into and change your. Not you can't do it, but let yourself be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. then that's gonna cut out a bunch of stuff too. It's like. If people can't hang, they can't hang. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have a since we're going into the uh, what y'all laughing at segment, I always tell uh, T three one of my uh, one of my closest friends. She posted on on Facebook one time. She said, "Just imagine going through your house with sage <laughs> to clear out the spirits, and you fall out." <laughs> That's right. You you do you the spirit. You the problem the whole time. Right. So and then and yeah. then, you know, with all my cutting off and all of that, I always um I don't usually talk to y'all until after because I know y'all too soft hearted. <laughs> but I'll I talk to God and I say, if this person really needs to be in my life, then you know, show me that they need to be and if not, mm-hmm. you know, give me the words to say. Which he usually gives me the words to say, and I add some sentence answers too. He's like, sure. he like, what's his name? Well, they were talking about it in the rest of the day. Uh, oh, I did not tell you to go on and say all that. Yeah. Go and say what I so, told yeah. you to say. I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what y'all laughing at? I'm laughing at that time me and you got in the argument. We were kids. <laughs> And I'm so mad and I'm going off, I'm going off. And you leave out the room and you turn the lights off. I fall to pieces. I'm like, oh! <laughs> I'm crying, tears streaming down my face, streaming down my face. I am broken. This, this girl, I'm seriously like broken. This girl has, has argued with me. I don't even know how to argue. And left you in the dark. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated about dog, me girl. not knowing how to argue. And, and she went into arguments. So I'm frustrated about that, mad about that. And the tipping point was she leaves out of the room, cuts the conversation, the argument off. She's like, I'm done talking to you, whatever. Cuts the light off. And I, I bawl. I'm in tears. And then this Negro had the nerve to come back, turn the lights back on and say, you so dumb. All you had to do was turn the lights back on. <laughs> Dang. Insult to injury. <laughs> now you mad about that. <laughs> now you mad about being called dumb. Okay. God, I'm turning the lights I'm back on myself. <laughs> but I didn't. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I think about that sometimes when I'm when I'm overreacting to it. it and it's funny now. Mm-hmm. But whenever mm-hmm. I'm in a disagreement or whenever I'm in just a, a a frustrating situation and I feel myself overreacting, crying because the lights are cut off. I go back to that and I'm like, just turn the lights on, girl. You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. I feel, this is not my what y'all laughing at, but I remember one time we were arguing and T3 does not know how to argue. I well, don't. Baby I T3 did not know how to argue. And we was arguing about something silly. You know, kids arguing. And uh, I said, yeah, well, whatever. Who ain't take no bath last night? She was like, me. And I was like, uh-huh. But I, I want agree to agree to it. <laughs> Cool thing. Oh, man. 
<laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. why would y'all laugh at that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, what's that pole thing? Pole, baby. <laughs> Girl, so, okay. So, uh, one of my exes. <laughs> That's funny right there. So, my witch, I left that one of my exes, me and him, got into it. We had went to this party. So, he was acting up that whole week. And, you know, it was his little, in his little hometown, he was having a party. So, I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to come to the party. We hadn't talked, like, half of that week. He was just cutting up, cutting up. I found some pictures of girls in his phone, all kind of stuff. So, I said, okay, okay. I said, yeah, we're going to go to the party. So, I got dressed up. Yeah, that's. That was my bodycon days. Oh, yes. I had the old bodycon. That's the bodycon dress on. Mm. Heels on. Wow. <laughs> and I brought somebody else to that party. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I remember he that. He was mm-hmm. upset. He was upset. So, after, you know, after I let the guy go back to his house, I'm like, all right, I'm about to go to my boyfriend's house or whatever. So no, I'm you ain't. Driving halfway to his house. He, I get to his house. He ain't home. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-mm. So, I'm calling him, calling him. He didn't answer. So then I finally called him. Maybe by after the six or seven call, he answered, and he was he was living at his at his mom's house. Mm-hmm. So I said, "You better get over here now." I'm gonna I'm what I said. I'm gonna wake everybody up in this house. And he was like, "All right." Oh no! I was like, "Wake him up." <laughs> huh? See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know. I'm like, wait, it's okay if I wake him up. <laughs> like, what, what do I do after this? I ain't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I, what's next? If you don't care about these years, mama getting woke up. <laughs> That's going to bless if you don't care about your mama getting woke no, up. No, you and it had to be about one or two o'clock. Oh so I was like, man, that, I, that's all my ammunition right there. <laughs> so I just went home. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I just went home and wait for him to call me. <laughs> I said, well, when he ain't mad no more, he'll call me. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was too funny. That was good. Oh, that was. But, so you didn't even get a chance yeah. to cut that one down. I did. Because <laughs> that's what I was going to do. I was going to go up in a blaze of glory. I was going to cuss him out. Me, cut him off. Don't ever call me no more. He was just like, wake my bubble up, Mm-mm. That was fun. Mm-mm-mm. So that was one time where I was unsuccessful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. We want him like, what, three or four more months of a relationship? I was like, <laughs> Oh man! Mm. I don't know if I have no story. Uh, I know, I know, my, I know. Uh, that that verse in James when they talk about the tongue mm. being a two <laughs> a two edged sword. I was every yeah. time I hear that verse, I'm like, dang, that's me. Because mm-hmm. I my words been slicing people since '79. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I can think. Let me think. Uh, I don't know if it's funny though. I, or my friend from Chicago. Uh, I don't know. It's just I probably need a caller. Mm. I'm surprised we're still friends. Lord. Uh, but I was getting. I think I was getting married, and uh, she. Oh, I was asking her. You know, trying to get the number together. Who all coming or whatever. Mm. And she was like, "Oh, I don't think I'm gonna come to your little shindig or something like that." Oh, what she say that? Yeah, you don't put little in front of that. I said, if, and then she said, Shindig. <laughs> so I said, if you ever in your life, oh, my God. or something I told her, I said, you don't have to worry about coming to nothing I have. No. You was a little mean around that time. <laughs> you will rule the day. Wait, you said she will rule the day. Yes, she was. Anywhere. You a Brazilla? Yeah. No, no, I don't think I said it like that. Ooh. But I did tell all. But no, anyway, <laughs> um, I think I called her for something. Oh yeah, so so I didn't hear from her for in a while. Is that what you like? man? I went, I didn't know. <laughs> um, and I called her. Or maybe she called me or something like that. Something. And she was like, "Oh, I thought I would never." I thought you was mad at me. And I was like, no, man, I didn't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I remember. Did but um, she told me, she was like, yeah, because the last time we talked, I had called your wedding a shindig. 
and you got upset and you told me off. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I said, but then I, I kind of realized in myself that, like, I do that. But I'm like, well, let's just go get something to eat now, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> like, I, like, you, because she, cause she told me, she told me she did do it to be mean. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was an accident. Okay. She did it on purpose. Oh, wow, you she know? was honest. Yeah. So she was honest, so I was honest. But I, I, that was my first time having somebody like, like, she reminds me of you, T3. That's my friend in Chicago. <laughs> I, I don't want to say her name, but I'm gonna, I, I'll tell y'all later. But yeah. anyway, um, like, she was the first person that actually, like, explained it to me. Yeah. You know, like, I said that because I think she was pregnant. So she was feeling kind of bad. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, I don't care nothing about that. I said, you and that baby, come on. Y'all could have come. You know, if she would have told me at that time. But <laughs> instead of her telling me, you know, how she was feeling, I guess, insecure, whatever, she was like, I'm going to take a dig. Mm-hmm. Make herself feel a little yeah, bit. Her. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what she was telling me. I'm going to take yeah, a dig. Because I don't even know if I knew she was pregnant. I, I had no idea. <laughs> you know? So I'm yeah. like, why is she talking to me? Calling my stuff, you know? Cause she, I, I, the only part I remember is the, the she said the little shindy, but she said some other stuff, mm-hmm. oh, okay. you know, and it hurt my feelings. So I was like, no, you're not gonna talk to me like this, right? And get away with it. But that was my first time, uh, having somebody like rem- remember, because you know, most of the time, like we said earlier, people like they get, or you don't even remember what you argued about. You just know mm-hmm. I don't like that girl, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk to her no more. Mm-hmm. But she remembered the exact words, and she was. I don't. I don't. And I want to. What was the word? She Report was. Yes, and she cared enough yeah. to come back. Yeah. Now see that that's, you don't find because no, most like time people though. most of the time people say something to you, they forget about that part. Yeah. You know, they, they just remember what you part. said. They just remember. What you said, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's more than what they said. Like wow. you don't forgot about your little piece. Maybe it was a little piece, and I might have put a little more juice on it. But mm-hmm. um, you do, you wouldn't have heard that from me. That's how the came to me. Yeah, if you would have came with correct, right? So that was my first time actually having a, uh, uh, not in, uh, outside of family. Yeah, first time having a breakdown like that with somebody that I really didn't have to have in my life, you know, because she's just a friend. Yeah, you know, I. I could never see again for real, you know, because yeah. she lived far away from me and she not blood. Yeah. Those are the ones, but, man. Yes, yeah. and, and and I really All my friends live far away. I respect her for that because she came back to me yeah. and she told me, and we were able to talk about it and recommend. Yeah. It. And I know that I know that's not funny, but that was my first yeah. uh, experience with that. Yeah, and I've think, had two two good friends that have had to, we fell out and we have had to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then me and my best friend, we do it all the time. So. <laughs> but you know what? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's the whole thing. It's supposed to be this. It's like a cycle. It's supposed to be. Well, actually, it's not supposed to be. But, you know, because we're here. Uh, it's supposed to be this cycle of you enjoying each other. Y'all are fine. Conflict and then reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And then after that reconciliation, you go back into enjoying. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be this constant thing. It's a circle. Because yeah. I was like, girl, why ain't her from you, girl? Where you at? Where that baby at? You know? <laughs> but if you don't have to like, like, apologize and fix it. I can't believe you. I didn't. I <laughs> never hear from you again. Hmm. I said, what? No. And so that means you got a little bit of like, like, like what I got. If you be forgetting what you be telling people, like, I, I might tell you. Well, I know. Sometimes, no, when she, when she, when she brought it back, when she brought it back, I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when she called you and you was like, oh, girl, why you heard from you? Like, I don't remember why we fell out because it wasn't important. I forgot. <laughs> Mm-mm. Y'all need to teach me our ways because I agonize. I'd be like, oh, and it could be something <laughs> I didn't even do. And I, girl, or either I did do it, but I like exaggerating it, like really making myself the bad guy when it mm. really is just. No, like, yeah, well, I, th- I guess I thought, I thought it wasn't that bad because I just said it ain't no shit, dig. I done put all this money and this time into this. <laughs> and I'm inviting you and your cock eyed baby to come in. <laughs> she should have called her baby cock eyed. I thought oh, you said yeah. <laughs> 
No, but and yes. you know we had hurricanes swirling all over the place. She's talking about a shindig. That's how I show you a shindig. You gonna get your shin. You gonna get your shin and dig my foot into your shin. I'ma dig your shin. Oh, is that why I saw the shin dig? Oh, I wonder. Um, I think at the end of the day, it all comes back to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and not not all, but most of it comes back to forgiveness and also protecting your heart. There's there's they're going to be there's going to be two outcomes either either people will rise to meet your standards if you tell them how you want to be treated and if they tell you how they mm. want to be treated either you're going to rise to meet them or they're going to fall down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm, that's how you mm-hmm. can tell who loves you and who cares about you that's right that's yeah. right because you know what i'm closer to her than i am some of the church friends mm-hmm. people i met you know mm-hmm. some of them i don't even talk to no more and i don't care to but I'm still close with her, and she didn't even go to church. Yeah. Well, set your boundaries, and you'll see. You'll see who right. can meet them. That's right. And if you got to cut them off. It, so it's really not even, <clears throat> excuse me, it's really not even us cutting people off, cutting family or friends off. Yeah. yeah. It's them I don't, I don't, I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that term. I'm not going to use that for my life. Yeah. What it is for me is setting boundaries. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. It's not it's not you cutting someone off. It's them cutting themselves away. Yep. That's right. You did this. Yeah. About being raggedy. I just lost a friend. Oh y'all talked y'all talked about a uh a recap. I just lost a friend this summer. Um, By death? No, she's still alive. Oh, okay. She did it to you. Mm. A friend and her family. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, come back, listen again. Go back, listen to other episodes. T one signing out. Cool. Me? T two signing out. You signed out for me? Oh, all the T's signing signed out for me. Thank you. I ain't got to sign out. I'm sorry. One day we gonna get my numbers right. I'm sorry. One day we gonna figure it figure out our birth order. We don't know. T two signing out. Uh, T1 signing out. Oh, go to uh, Instagram, uh, TX3 Podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Twitter, at Podcast TX3, I believe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, we don't do Facebook. No. Um, do we have TikTok? No. Snapchat? No. no. Okay. All right. So you can find us on those two places. Uh, Apple? Mm-hmm. Yep. Anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can find oh, us. Oh, and we may be on, um, I'm just going to speak this into existence. Okay. Uh, I forgot to tell y'all, Sarah Jakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know her married name. I, I can't remember right now. Roberts. But yes, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Uh, she has a podcast, Memory Evolved. She's taking a break next month, few months. So maybe she's, I don't know. But she said that she's looking for co hosts. So I submitted uh, T times three. Hey. And somebody responded. Okay. Uh, one of her team members responded was like, well, we'll answer this, this questionnaire and I answer the questions that they sent. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Y'all pray for us. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. P3. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.